Hey everybody and welcome back to Noodling with Josh. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 1 of a show that I hold near and dear to all parts of my body. I am so glad that you're back. I am so glad that I had got a chance to carve out time in my schedule to record podcast interviews again. It was one of my favorite things of 2018. As a tiny bit of background and setup, I had left a company and basically given myself a seven-month window. I was like, I'm going to do nothing from now until December, and then I'll get another job. <laughs> so I spent a month in my pool doing nothing but reading comics and smoking cigars. I spent a month like basically reading everything about podcasts and listening to podcasts and figuring out what I wanted to do with the podcast. And then... After I overthought it to death, one of the days that I was just sitting in the pool with my roommate at the time, Jesse, I was like, I wish I could interview you. Like, I'd be way better than James Corden at the light night shit. And he's like, yeah, why? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, fine. And he was my first ever official guest. I uh, had talked to some other people and recorded some pieces, and episode one through five, they're all in mismatch order, uh, but my first ever guest, Jesse Wahala, I love slash hate that I said that, he kind of helped me carve out what the show was going to be. So Noodling with Josh, nothing's changed, only my location. There are three rules to the show. First, while we're having a conversation, while we're having our talk, while we're interviewing each other about each other, if we're interrupted, a dog barks and needs attention, doorbell rings, you get a text that is distracting, I get to call for a shot, in which we take a shot. You can have water, you can have tea, you can have most likely beer or tequila, please. And it kind of keeps us on track, it also helps us stay a little silly, but uh, as you'll hear in this upcoming episode, I started uh, too early in my day to, and with tequila. Oh, God, I'm perfect just thinking of it. Oh, that was a, uh, mm, it was a fun episode. It was a tasty interview because, Jesus Christ, did that boy get distracted. Anyways, back on topic. Ep the first rule, new with Josh. Everyone takes a shot when we're interrupted. All guests. If there's multiple guests, they get to out of hand real quick. Just wonderful and what I always strive for. Two, second rule, safe words. Dean's French onion dip. I'll stop by the time you say Dean's. Say all four words, because sometimes maybe you have a friend whose name is Dean, and I can't go by that. And if you tell a story about Dean, I don't want to keep cutting you off thinking you're pulling that ripcord. Dean's French, not enough, because maybe we're talking about individuals named Dean from France. Dean's French onion, I'm thinking we're going to get a soup recipe, first thought. Most people would. French onion soup. But if you say the words Dean's French onion dip, I will hit the brakes. I don't know why they sound like that, but they're that quick. We're moving at uh, bullet train speed, but it'll stop on a dime. Oh, could you imagine? That would suck. All right, <laughs> back on track. Dean's French onion dip. And the hope is uh, that by using said safe word enough that we'll get a sponsorship from Dean's French Onion Dip and I'll stock my fridge with it for forever. 
but thus far it has not happened because it has been used seldom. My guests are fun, weird, crazy, and I'm not going to ask something stupid. I'd rather have fun and probe the depth of what you'll reveal about your humanness, your humanisticity, your humanity. One of those. And that brings up the uh, point after my conversation about rules. You'll notice that I don't edit. I don't edit in the sense that I'm not going to sit here and cut swaths of the conversation to <laughs> to tighten it up for the audio listener's pleasure. Uh, no, it, it's it's not that. I'll, I'll vamp if somebody walks away from the conversation, which you'll see. But uh, later in this episode, I... It's not that I don't want to edit. I absolutely could, and I, I now have the time. But it's it's more fun for me listening back when there's long, wild pauses where I can make up what's happening at that time and end up having to retext somebody with like, hey, what were we doing? Fun moments like that I, I love, and I honestly hope you do too. If you hate it and you're like, hey, pay somebody the 25 bucks to edit this a little bit. It's, it's more than that. I'm just saying numbers. Pay the money to have somebody edit this for it. If that's really what this needs, and you think that that would make the show better, please, please tweet me, text me, Instagram me. I'm at Josh Weaver on Twitter. I am at Eat More Tiny Trees, many other places like Instagram. And it would ha it's the equivalence, it's the audio listener's equivalence of picking at the broccoli out of a loved one's tooth or fixing hair that's gone astray. I don't hear it because I love this thing. If I had audio editors, they would. <laughs> they would definitely hear it and probably potentially edit it. Or it's funny and it's fun and you're interested and uh, you know what? It's been a good show and we just built on that press. Feel free to give me any and all feedback, any and all advice. And honestly, I genuinely want to hear it uh, because this is like a team of one doing a passion project. And, and if it sucks, then, well, I'm not going to know, huh? At Josh Weaver on Twitter, at Eat More Tiny Trees on Instagram. And if you need more shit, if you need more ways to contact me outside of the Twitch streams that you could be watching right now, Reach out. If you don't have a Twitter or an Instagram, ask a friend. I'll respond. I have lots of time on my hands. Before I started recording the intro to this episode, I had thought a lot about what it meant to do season two. And bringing back the show and who I wanted to invite and how deep I wanted to go. Uh, I've made some crazy and interesting friends in the past. Jeez, it's now 2022. The last episode I think we recorded in 2020. So it's been about two years. Um, lives have changed. We've done things since. And when I was thinking about if I needed to change the show at all, if I wanted to edit the show, if I wanted to, like, like the theme or the direction the rules i no. you know what let's get back into it let's have fun let's see where it takes us i can't borrow worry from the future a buddy of mine just told me that phrase for the first time i never heard it and i'm not gonna borrow worry uh and i'm just gonna get right into it and you know let's set it as we go let's have fun so welcome back to noon with josh
on Trip Hazard Presents. Now playing on Spotify, Apple, and wherever else you get your podcasts. My guest for my first episode is my oldest friend. By that I mean the po- person that I've possibly known the longest that I'm not related to. Uh, we went to pre-K, kindergarten together, we first through sixth grade, and then some high school. We've kept in touch since then, and we have changed humans drastically. <laughs> it is very fun to listen to two people uh, who've known each other for so long that they don't even know where to start in explaining their relationship. Um, he's one of my goodest of buddies, and love him dearly. Brendan, as the voice of a sultry baritone Italian stallion. I don't know where else I was going with that. I was just trying to somehow work Bacchanal and Dionysus in there, but none of the, well, outside of them having the Mediterranean, you know, backgrounds, they don't have much in common. He is a badass dude and someone I'm happy to have called a friend. Without further ado, hit the theme. job in the city of sin white collar boy with the beard of joy hits record and lets you in gotta take a drink if you get interrupted don't forget that onion dip retreat the show so his feet can stay off the ground sit back and relax take the conversation to the max Josh Dean's French onion dip. Dean's French onion dip. Dean's French onion dip. Dean's French onion dip. Can I hear that real quick? Did you check out the Snapchat oh, photo I'm I sent sure you? I'm not sure that I'm okay with that. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. How did you think a podcast was going to happen? That right, the audio so- from our mouths would just magically and spiritually appear on Apple and Spotify at some point? Um, all I'm saying is if this goes viral, I'm getting 10% of the proceeds. Yeah, sure. Done. I approve that. I would do better than that, but you settled at 10. So perfect. And I want to take it. It's all your, it's all your mode. One, one percent for every year we've known each other. That's a bit more than 10. Right. (laughs) I like, I actually did that with somebody and they're just like, how much percent? I was like, one percent for every year we've known each other. And they're like, seven percent. All right. Seven. I like that. So that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. Anywho. So you can borrow money from me, but the interest. 33%. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. We've known each other for 30 years. Wait, where'd your audio go? What would you do? There you go. No, you're good. Yeah, no, no. I was just trying to think about it, honestly. Like four sounds about right. 
I mean, did we go to kindergarten together or Bird? just first grade? Bird? Yeah, I think we went to kindergarten yeah. together. Yeah. So, know. so 30 years. Let's just make 30 years. We've known each other. Yeah. 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 Okay. Wow. Wow. All right. You get 30% of this goes viral. And that means something. I will say before we go any further, thank you to everybody for tuning in to season two of Noodling with Josh. Uh, a lot's have changed, but you know what? I didn't get done in time changing the theme song. So I still have season one's theme song. Do you, have you heard it? Have you? I know. I feel like you told me today that you've never listened to an episode. Is that true? I have listened to it. I can't remember the theme song. Totally fine. Play it. Can I, I play it right it. now? Because yeah, I it, totally want to hear it. And it, the rules are the same, but the locations may have changed. You so, might okay. want to mention the rules one more time. Oh, no, 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 no. They're embedded in the lyrics. So listen up. job in the city of sin white collar boy with the beard of joy hits record and lets you in gotta take a drink if you get interrupted don't forget that onion dip retreat the show so his feet can stay off the ground sit back and relax take the conversation to the max Josh is noodling around, around. Josh is noodling around. Noodle, noodle, noodle. Josh is. It's noodling with Josh. Dean's French onion dip. Dean's French onion dip. <laughs> Did you get this? Dean's French onion dip. Oh, oh glorious. I missed that. Where the fuck did you get uh, that? Can I tell you, it's like a breath of fresh air to redo this show or come back for season two. I uh <laughs> actually fun story that you would know. Um, do you remember from high school uh the individual Tommy Scluck? He was a year older than I, than we were. He was in the show choir. He was in all the musicals. He was very musically inclined. Played the guitar, played the drums, literally played every instrument on that song. Yeah, I think I know who you're talking about. Sang with him in choir. We had an incredible choral leader, Mrs. Simpin, and he was the lead of the baritones, which was a section I sang in. And he actually uh, runs a piano bar back in Michigan that you definitely have to go to. I'll send you his info. It's great. He is a brilliant oh, there musician. With me. I would love to. I brilliant musician made me that theme song. And I was like, I, you've set the bar so high for anything else I ever do. Oh, tell him you gotta that's an interruption. And should I answer it? No, it's too hard to do the speakerphone to zoom thing. All right. That's fair. <laughs> interruption it is but just repeating the rules from the theme song if we're interrupted by anything you take a drink or a shot of something if we broach a subject you don't want to talk about the safe word is dean's fringe onion dip in the absolute hope that they one day sponsor the show and the third rule is that you have to share it on at least one of your social medias or all of them preferably Put it on your Facebook. Just be like, hey, 
this is a show about me. I went on, I was interviewed, listened to some facts about my life and what I like. Put it out there somewhere. That's the third rule. Why I make it broad like that? My social medias. I would love that. I would absolutely love that. Why I make it broad like that is I've had people with a lot of followers. My Reddit, my Twitter, (laughs) my Instagram. My listing all the things you don't have anymore. My TikTok, (laughs) my uh, you know, my Command and Conquer two account, my Blizzard account. Yeah, your your Truth Social. Your social Diablo, <laughs> the Diablo um, forums, your Steam account, if yeah, you could. Steam yeah. account, there we also, go. Also, really quick, just holler. You don't <laughs> even don't, on my Netflix reviews, it's just gonna all just be put it in there. That's the yes. link. I'll give you a short link for it. Also, yell over your shoulder that it's okay for Chris to come into the room. We're not using all the video. He was shirtlessly running back and forth, peeking in the kitchen, and I wasn't sure if was he was he really. Yeah, <laughs> that's a dude. Like, if there was a ghost, he's there, there now. He says, if there's a ghost in the house. <laughs> nope, Chris. There's a chance it's just Chris, Chris Deutsch. And guess what? That's our second interruption. You gotta come here. That's our second interruption. <laughs> what are you drinking for our show today? What are you drinking? Oh, myself. Yeah. Um, it's been a long week. And I need some sleep. So I just went with a magic hat number nine. Good, delicious, great. I uh I don't have any beer. Not left. quite pale ale. No, but like you can have a couple of them. And you know what I mean? and they're just they're not I I'm generally IPA drinker, and so yeah. it's mostly like magic hat number nine. Is, I didn't well, it, I didn't have any like beer. A little less. I didn't have any beer in my fridge, so I snagged from the bar cart. Uh, Casamigos tequila, blue blue agave. It's a reposado from Jalisco, Mexico. So I will take a shot of that each time. Oh. <laughs> it's uh, yeah. I'm not sure if I had that. Looks- Casamigos tequila. It's very good. It's sipping tequila, so it's one that I'm okay having little glugs of. But we, we uh, do okay. more sipping whiskeys. Okay, good. All right, we're caught up. We're caught up with uh, you got the rules. Interrupted drink, friend Dean's French onion dip. Safe word. I know you have it written down, and you're gonna share it on all your profiles. I want to get in. No, 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 please. We'll wait till the end, and then I'll ask that question. Just, just please remind me to bring it up. In fact, I'm going to write it down here. Perfect. Did you get a chance to look at the photo I sent you on Snapchat of my Which pens, one? the pen collection? Check it out real quick if you have your phone nearby. How did you get into collecting those artistic, super fine tip pens? No, no. Take a peek at the photo first. Okay. Oh, I actually don't have my like Snapchat notifications on. So, ooh, I yeah, take a screenshot, look those up, or remind bump me later, and I'll send you what they were. But um, how did you get into collecting pens? And what is it specifically about our generation? that is it just that we were the last to come before and after the internet so like there's value into keeping notebooks and notes because like n- not even my younger brother or sister 
have notes, notebooks, collect stuff like that the way that I do. And they're not far off from us. No, it's like I, a four or five. I do, I do think I do think we got a bit of an odd experience. Um not that there wasn't digital before we were born, but we kind of went through the general public like change yeah. over between analog and digital. We and, understand and was... the jokes about coming home when the streetlights turn on. We get those jokes because that applied to us. And every technological joke after that applies to us. <laughs> so we're in this weird spot where like, we're the first generation oh. of instructional digital yeah, users it, where we had to teach everybody. It, it, it was a very odd change. I mean, it's not like we, we got like too much of a thing. I mean, like, what was it like freshman year high school were Sony Walkman CD players. Oh yeah, you know. Sony Walkman CD players and like you're just you're, it's now, gotta do it's just now figuring out at that point like the anti-skip. So it's like reading a couple lines before that. So and, that when it skips, it doesn't skip on the the sound you're listening to. I mean, like things change that a lot. Point, it's kind of fucking crazy. The most techie thing that I had done was figured out how to change my background wallpaper and song in the HTML code of my MySpace. Like, I thought I was on the edge of the, I was on the edge of it, but I was just like, I was the only one who could do that for like a minute. And then everyone learned how to do that. And I was just like, okay, all right, what's the next big thing? So that, that put me like, that was for me, uh, the end of live journal, beginning of MySpace was when I joined social media for like work business to make money. Well, I came in in a weird spot where I tried to get real early and ride it, but sorry, continue. No, 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 you finish up. Well, well it, it's it's like I feel like we were a part of the first public wave, yeah, of what became like what's essentially a utility now. It's electric water and the internet. You know what I mean? Like those are the three things you need to function in a society. Huge air quotes there. Totally. But, <laughs> um yeah, is there any for me, it's pens and journals is what I kept from the before times. Like, I didn't collect floppies. I, I know of friends who have, like, collected all of their cell phones, and they have all that. They're like, I like looking back. I like, no, no, none of that. It's For me, it's like a good old-fashioned pen and paper is my favorite starting spot for a thought. Dude, I, uh, <laughs> you, you know the art fair right by me, right? Yeah, yeah. In yeah, so uh, last year, I'm there, and I. For I those like, who don't, in the Metro Detroit area, there's this beautiful international level art fair where there's some incredible artists that take over a small town. But yeah, take it away. Yeah, it is. It is fantastic, and they do another town or two right next to us. And I mean, they're top level artists all the way. Yeah. And I ran across one that uh, made a bunch of pens, and I'm I'm looking at them. And like I'm picking them up, like I I have a thing for pens. I'm a little bit weird, but like I have to like like the way they feel in my on hand. paper mm-hmm. in half. No, yeah. no, in my hand and oh, yeah. on paper. Like it's a dual thing. Like I've gotta... this is my this is my meaty. It's it's a pink with like an actual 
I do like that tip. Tips. I'm not uh, sure how much I'd like writing with it, but it I pretty. This is when I need to be purposeful with my writing. When I need to send somebody something, like if I'm going to write somebody a note, it, it it it's in this pen. It's hard to go fast with this thing, but uh, yeah, it's there's something about picking up a pen that feels like what I imagine uh, a samurai in a katana felt like. It's just like ooh, kind ooh, of. Yeah, it needs to feel like right. It needs to feel right. For what it's you're doing the way with it. i get my satisfaction in life for sure do like, you i have to have a notebook do you chronologically categorize your notebooks like how do you uh, i have a i just know what they're for for me it's first to last and it, there's so there's a hundred different notebooks of all different weird shapes and sizes from like the first one i have yeah, to the yeah, most that's, recent that's what i'm saying but like you just know what they're for yeah yeah yeah, yeah. You don't, no, there's no like label on them. Yeah. Like you just know, I need to remember this, like pull this out. And it's like, yes, here's this electronic diagram. And you, when the global wide EMP hits us all, this is no kidding. <laughs> and aliens come later to excavate what had happened. These are going to be the only traces of what happened in the human experience. Yes. The paper in my room. <laughs> that's weirdly the hope right like i, I want to you know if i become a big fancy director producer one Dude, day you can't even Sony... put it in stone and expect it to last well are you talking about the the guide stone down in mississippi that recently got i think it was blown up uh alabama alabama yeah but yeah it, it that is kind of Honestly, I believe it's some like right wing Christians who did it, and I'm just like, what the fuck is your problem? You have to understand <laughs> that the purpose of this monument is if something happens, we could restart. That's right. it. <laughs> That's... Like how um, how dumb do you have to be to just fuck that up? It's right. very it's wild the varying levels of dumb that you okay. cross. Well, I hate no no no. Uh, Oh, you're gonna have to excuse, excuse you. Yeah, this sounds like a good interruption for uh, excuse for a God shot. Damn it, it's okay. Just get your magic hand number nine ready, and I'm gonna vamp in the meantime. Uh, because for those who are tuning into a first episode of Noodling with Josh, this is your very first experience. My favorite thing about this show is the third rule in which you need to share the show. Because it's not a show about me. Uh, it's a show about the guest. I'm Josh. For those who have not yet met me, I'll be your guide through the next 100,000 episodes of Noodling With. And uh, today, my guest is one of my oldest friends. Uh, I'm going to leave it at that while he gets back with his dog because I, I want to dox him as much as he wants to be doxed. He'll introduce himself. He's one of those guys. A moment. <laughs> He's one of those guys. Uh, but in the meantime, so I started this show. I was in between work and I had basically a seven month runway to have a vacation and do nothing. So I took that time to live in my pool for a month, uh, attempt to write a book in one month. I chronicled my experience of the company I was just at one month. I, I did fun stuff, but most of it again from my pool. And I started the show noodling with Josh because, well, 
I'll be totally freaking honest between you and I would love to be a late night host one day. I know James Corden stepping down in the next two years. We have Stephen Colbert, who's incredible, and I hope he takes it to the end. But there's other shows that might need uh, a host in the future. Um, yeah, and what's yeah, so we need a replacement for Conan, right? Oh, boy. By the way, if I can make a suggestion, if you listen to podcasts after listening to this episode, go listen to Conan Needs a Friend. It's incredible. It's a, he was almost made to be a podcast host more than a TV late night host. Really? Uh, anywho, I'd love to be late night host. The, and this is my this is my practice. This is my practice interviewing people who I know, who I don't know very well. Um, in the season one, I interviewed a lot of people I did know, and then recommended that they told them, told a friend to come on my show. So what would then happen was I would go from interviewing people I knew very well intimately to someone I had never met and had known for hours, and then would go, bam, let's dig into this. So it's it's been fun. So that's that's you get to watch me grow through my interviewing skills, and you get to learn about all these incredible, wonderful people who bring so much to this world. And when you think about how all of this is transcribed, saved and immortalized in the Library of Congress, because I've applied for that and gotten approved under both my Twitter and Spotify. This is going to outlast both of us for a while. The words that are spilling out of her mouth How going cool. into the ether. That is. Into the ether, yes. The Library of Congress. That is perfect. And uh, with that introduction partially started and noodles uh, brought forth. Uh, no, for real, bro. Uh, introduce yourself how much you want to be known. I'm a 34-year-old male. Brendan Skelly. It's I'm so sorry. I'm so okay. For those I I, I do things for a living. They're things that uh -huh. I do. When I first watched the show Parks and Recreation, it the moment I met Nick Swartzen's character, I was like, that's my fucking friend, Brendan. And the entirety of that show, I watched that as Nick Offerman playing a version of you working at the Parks and Rec. <laughs> I always do that. I always picture myself in the show. And if I can pull myself and my friends into what I'm watching, it's a show that I like a lot. And I'll watch again and again and, and I, on repeat. I watch Seinfeld because each member of the cast is a different friend of mine. I watch Scrubs for the same reason. And as I was watching Parks and Rec, his everything it was just this is brendan as a 50 year old male in the government working for parks and rec <laughs> very much wants to tear it down from the inside and has a relationship that can only be described as tenuous with technology <laughs> at this point that would be a fair comparison <laughs> i was just like it's, it's 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 very funny so for those who uh don't know my friend Brendan, uh, but all of those listening, obviously, will by the end of this, is young Nick Offerman, but much more attractive and a slim Italian calzone style. With long hair. With long hair. <laughs> I don't know what calzone style means. I think For that's now. just, that's my version of Italian-American. Oh, man. It's... I don't want to get into the American, <laughs> okay. especially because like Dean's we'll Virginia deep Dean's into Virginia the food. Do you want me to go grab the tomatoes I got behind me? Only if you want to take a fourth shot, because you still remind me you, you went to go get your dog. So take take your sip. We gotta catch up. You're yep. you're, you're one behind. You. Cheers, Salute. my friend. 
All right. So we gave some background on when we grew up. We uh, right down the street. Oh, from each other. Yeah, we literally have known each other for 30 years and grew up going to kindergarten through middle school, taking a junior high break and then hanging out in high school again. I mean, when you were like three houses away. Yeah, I would. And this set me on the path to being the little chunky boy I am today would (laughs) wake up, have breakfast, and then I'd walk three houses down to pick up Brendan because we would walk together to school. So I would have a second breakfast at Brendan's house because he hadn't woken up yet. And I was, I was the first kid in our grade to hit a hundred pounds. I don't know why I thought that was cool. And like in fourth grade, I was just like, Hey, how much do you weigh? And I went all the way around <laughs> the room and we have a mutual name. I'll just say Jeremy Z who I was like, Hey bud, we're both big guys. How much weight? He's like 99 pounds. I was like, I'm a hundred. And I was like the heaviest <laughs> kid in the grade for a day. And I don't know why that was a moment that I remembered. Jeremy, yeah, I, and then, I still talk to Jeremy. He's a good guy. <laughs> good. Oh sure. my god, that's hilarious. I so, anyways, we, we grew up in small town Michigan, and uh, but yeah, fast forward to today. We, I mean, when everyone kind of classifies like friends, there's you know best friends, there's close friends, there's you know home friends, there's like the the easy you fit is longest friend, my oldest friend yeah for sure and uh i i obviously have the 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 painted picture from my side of when we first met and growing up but can you what was it like from your side for those like from what you can paint that same timeline picture of like first through sixth grade give me give me what was your perspective of how um, we met hung out. sixth grade yeah yeah, or or, yeah. I, both because those are two different things both in fact if i can just set a story up set a story up uh in first grade we were in the same class together and uh we mm-hmm. did so well at it that the teachers were never allowed to place us in the same class per our parents request i do remember that so then from second through sixth grade, we were never in the same class, but we still walked yep. to school together almost every day because yep. you were three doors down. But anyways, yeah, please. Three doors down. Yeah. Great band. Uh, <laughs> that's, maybe that's where they got it. Um, I don't know, man. Like it was. It was awesome walking there with you, but like yeah. Mike personal experience there was kind of in my opinion a little left up there's the reason i left yeah like i don't know how how sad you want to get on this that a hundred percent up to you and that's why i have the second rule of dean's friend genuine dip you cut the ripcord whatever and i we have a thousand things to talk about so i'm down for whatever and in here for you man i i used to just play chess with uh another classmate of ours who i'm sure you know um (laughs) and other than that i'd like cry in the bushes on recess mostly until like sixth grade and then just fucking we're able to go to a a a better Uh, able to go to a better junior high yeah well that's that's the reason i left 
But so. there is absolutely... <laughs> I heavily attribute my trauma learned skill of being able to talk to any group of people from my time there because no, you, totally. you had to click and class jump and change your face you're talking about there. it the grade school yeah yes yeah yeah so you had yeah. to do that at the drop of a hat so much so mm -hmm. that I got, I got really good at it and then in high school it was just like polishing off the skill that i needed then for college where it was just like i wanted to do a little bit of everything you know what I mean? Like I had a lot of friends who were just like, I know I'm going to be an engineer. I know I'm going to be an actor. I know I'm going to be this. And I was like, mm -mm, mm -mm. I'll figure that out after I need to experience a little bit of everything while I'm in high school and college. But anyways, yeah. I, I see. No, that's kind of what, that's kind of what I thought as well. Um, I feel like you looking for your dog is just an excuse to get, take a drink. No, This is a podcast. You need to describe what it is. <laughs> All right. For those who are not visually in the Zoom room with us right now, uh, in an attempt to get out of the view of the camera, uh, we had a roommate, uh, another classmate, and uh, soon to be guest on the show, Chris, was army crawling shirtless through the kitchen to, yes. uh, I'm assuming, get water or food sustenance maybe a dog let me take the headphone off real quick I'll... just give my just give my holler that we're hey, not using the video what's up we're not using the video and the silence yep all right uh this is the perfect time to remind you and everyone listening that my favorite part of season one was how fast it is to make these episodes because i don't edit it at all from when I hit go to when I hit stop, that's what gets uploaded. I put an intro where I describe what we talk about and what happens with a little bit of a stinger. And then we just, uh, it's, it's a raw talk. There's just no stop. You don't, you don't even edit it. Your face right now. You just, not even a little bit. Like, just don't like that. No, of course not. All right, that's fair. Because if I did, what would be the point of the first rule of taking a shot when you're interrupted? I suppose that's true. Plus, Salute. if someone's listening and, and the audience... Salute. Salute. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Salute. Pardon me, excuse me. For the audience at home, what would be an interesting <laughs> listen for them <laughs> is that they'll <clears throat> they'll get some guests who are laser focused in on conversation it's not even they'll five o'clock where you are other guests it's 423 <laughs> so there's well within the you know the wiggle room of rounding up to 5 p.m it's closer <laughs> to five than noon so i'm okay <laughs> this is also why i usually <laughs> record i forgot why i recorded these at night i'm not even joking i was just like looking at my old schedules and notebooks and i was like man i always did this from like eight to ten is that my magic time i was like no that's just what i was able to start drinking that day <laughs> because i was yeah i was a very good i was a professional level drinker and, and smoker for a couple months because i wanted to have my own hunter s thompson experience in vegas and i did it was fun i have a lot of gonzo journals that i'll never share ever 
What what does that mean? Gonzo journalism is he would go to the events into the experience and write about his experience what he was seeing experience i'm probably describing this horribly and someone can correct me on the twitter but like he would write about the mint 400 and he'd go to it and he'd describe like the grittiness and like it was it was better than just yeah i remember like seeing the like where he did the like film thing Mm -hmm. like in the desert yeah oh with the goggles yeah am i think am i thinking the right thing no you're thinking the right thing it was also they did uh reenacted that famously in fear and loathing in las vegas where you have johnny depp playing hunter s thompson yeah yeah that's that's what i'm thinking of yeah that's what he was reenacting the only videos i've actually seen of the guy he was just in his yard like shooting a pistol at somebody else like half a mile away i um i know you're an avid reader and I know you're also into bios of people. Uh, I am. If I could please read the Hunter S. Thompson biography, he was a man that I think you would very Isn't much that, like. They did make a movie off of it, and Johnny Depp played him as well, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Fear and Loathing uh, in Las Vegas. No, 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 is, no, no, no. There was like one where he was in the Bahamas, or like a Rum Diary. Rum Diaries. Yeah, that's about his experience down in Jamaica. Great, Mm. don't get me wrong. It's where he met Amber Heard, and if that movie never happened, we wouldn't have had the courtroom drama that we did months ago. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, we'll skip past that, and we'll not talk about that. (laughs) But it was uh, definitely someone, he moved to Colorado, was a fierce, like, independent, was, he ran, he basically... Uh, it'd be like yourself if you ran for the mayor of your town like very much like independent everyone have their own guns like do your thing get off you know mm. you, you would you would i'm not describing him well because i don't want to spoil him either way for you no you're describing him well just like me maybe not no no, no 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 not i a, a very much exaggeration of like yes. that's yeah i get what you're someone saying. that you would find interesting yes he's one of those characters that uh, I've had friends. This is gonna sound really weird and silly, but like the experience of like being a big. I, I have friends that remind me of Hunter S. Thompson. I have friends who remind me of that person, and the the one thing that they all have in common is they, in a secret way, terrify me. You know what I mean? Like they're they're right on that level of like. They've either unlocked too much of the universe's like mysteries and they've gone crazy because of it, or they have a trigger finger. And it's just like I don't know what, are you what trying it to say, is. Josh. I'm not saying you're up there. I'm not saying you're up there, oh, but I have yeah, friends. You, I'm who, sure you're not. What, what, which one am I? What, what are we doing here? <laughs> you? Oh, yeah. I, I Brennan, I, I look at you as my foil in the way that only a foil could love a brother like in the sense of like you're you're my opposite you're not in a bad way not not in like a negative way you're not like a negative josh or anything like that but it's just like we we have so many similarities and differences that it's like you can have a we can have a normal conversation where we can push each other so far and so hard and then at the end of the day be like all right cool right like, like, what did we learn? <laughs> and it's so fun to 
have someone as this is going to sound the most egotistical that I, I'm going to. It's fun having someone at your level that you can spar with. There you go. That's all I'll say. I'm not, I'm not saying that I'm your equal because I think we're very different in very, a lot of different ways, but it's nice to have someone How, who's different enough that the sparring is fun. Yes. I 1000% agree. Like, and I think that every person on this earth needs one. Yeah. Because you learn about yourself by hearing I mean, from the opposite. And, and, you and again, can change your mind and you yeah. can, and at the same time, you can be more steeled in your mm-hmm. beliefs. It's, it's, uh, if you want yourself, but if you, if you want to know yourself, yeah, you have to be able to defend it. If you wall yourself only with like-minded voices, you'll never hear anything different. You'll never change. You'll never grow. So I'm not saying that you need to tear that down, start anew, and only hang out with the opposites. But it's nice to have someone that you can count on to be there while you figure yourself out. Read it to me. I can't quite see. The bottom of your bottle cap, what's it say? Uh, Love over time is quite sublime. Bud, bam. It's Gaelic between two guys. That's my favorite. Yeah, they're you know, like the Turkin JD of Scrubs. It's Guy Love. I'll just drink to that. We're not we haven't even been interrupted. Right. Mm. Love you, bro. Love you, bud. Oh, why did I choose this? <laughs> oh. Oh. You know how like I couldn't I'm just taking a tiny sip. That was a moment. And I needed a large swig. Woo. He should drink some water there or something. Yeah, there we there go. go. There's that water. Yeah. I only have Jim Does your Beam. headset have a LED light on it? It does. I can glow red. What? Which is really, hell? really good for the podcast because everyone can see it. But I'll turn it on just for you. I uh, also backlit myself. Um, I have. I can my, see that. I have my whiteboard right here. That that for the uh, that I kind of write on a lot, and I like have it lit in different colors. And I also outlined the rest of the room. Could you could you write something on that whiteboard? Podcast, audio medium, voices, drawing doesn't communicate the same that it was on a Twitch stream. So, uh, I suppose that's fair. <laughs> I suppose that's let's save fair. it for when you come on Hot Dad Radio. How's that? Hot Dad Radio. We gotta hot dad that up. I, Although I'm not a dad, and neither are you. No, are you, you're dead. You have a you have your child in your lap right now. You're Do you hear beautiful. disgruntled? <laughs> I, I I hear the sounds of a puppy that really wants to be let down. <laughs> And really wants to play at the same time. Oh, I, she um, is a handful and a half. I gotta how, say, how, I couldn't be happier. How old Dan. is she? Uh, she's fifteen weeks. She's a 16. she's a blue healer of sorts. She's a blue healer of sorts. Oh my god! Oh we're yeah, gonna, totally. We're gonna have so many shots at the end of this. Um, here's my my giant main coon of a fur ball is much larger 
Oh. Is this phone call more important? Do I need to let you go? I can't hear it at all. Oh, is it aliens? It's it's USPS. They're they're trying to give me a package that I didn't know about. Dog, front door. Get it. How many how many treats would it take to get your dog you to be able to train your pup to answer the door to accept a package, sign for it, and bring it back to you? Like in total until she could do it? Yeah. She could never sign for it. X like she could sign an X. She could she could never open the door. But putting so many limits. Somebody, I think, I think we could do that in under a hundred treats. Okay, for sure. look at that. Nice and wager. Even, and it's not even uh, treats. Like I don't give her treats. It's just like kernels of her own food. That's the best way to train a uh, pupper cat because then they're excited when they get that, and you don't need to learn them treats. I know it's oh, yeah. yeah. Anywho's. Do you have to do you have to go get your doors? Is UPS there? No. UPS is not here. <laughs> this is off to a smashing start. Kidding. I absolutely kidding. This is my favorite part of this show. Is every time people are just like, oh yeah, I'm set. No, totally good. Something happens. Anywho. So where do we leave off? <laughs> we had a Your splendid time. Movie. My favorite. You're interviewing me now. You're interviewing yes. me. My favorite Marvel movie is honestly it's the first Iron Man because I have a memory attached to it. I was teaching at Western Michigan University film interpretation, and I got to liken this new movie Iron Man that had just come out to a revamp and a redesigning of the Western film genre. They're the exact same thing. A superhero and a Western are the same thing. And everyone kind of groaned a little bit, but the answer was they they come in waves. They come in big waves, and, and I think that, honestly, I wouldn't change a lot of what I taught back then. I would say that the Western is... My interpretation of the Western was that it comes and goes where I think it's more, it's here forever, but it's relevance. It comes and goes like there's still movies being made of like Western stylized, like Magnificent Seven, blah, blah, blah. Uh, But yeah, no. So the first Iron Man kind of ushered in a new genre of film and I got to teach about it at that time and it felt real cool. That's why I like that one the most, but what about you? You have a favorite superhero movie? I won't even limit you to Marvel. Hmm. Yeah, Pinky in the Brain. I mean, if we're talking comics to screen, yep, hundred percent. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I just don't like them anymore. They're fun. fun. Yeah, I mean, they're enjoyable, but for some reason, I don't find them fulfilling. Well, it's like that with the Western. Like when that came out, you didn't need to see every single Western that came out. You just wanted to see what made sense to you and what was interesting to yeah. you. And I mean, so I, we've come to that part of superheroes. You don't need to see everything to get it. You just got to watch what you like. 
and you know what i mean so if you're just like oh that wakanda looks cool just go see that you don't need to see everything leading up to it like the movies have come to the point where they need to stand alone because no one's going to watch 30 movies to catch up to one well they've managed to do that with star wars too which yeah. is pretty good for them good for them bad for the original fans because everyone's i mean at least some of the core feedback was it's the same thing again be like well yeah <laughs> that's what made it popular the first time <laughs> so do it again like i know i'm start tricking some wars references but do you have a favorite one of those star trek either more wars i'm definitely a star wars guy what's the best recent it's been done for star wars yeah uh i tell you what like i was like going to um i i thought i was going to see episode seven and i didn't realize it was six and a half it was like rogue one or something yeah. yeah yeah and and so like my previous partner we're we're going and i didn't know who like which one it was and then I'm yeah. like i'm like a third of the way through the movie i'm like the fuck is this this isn't number seven what the hell is going on here no yeah like, you know and i'm like what? starting to confused i'm like what the hell is this and like i left and i finally because i i used to literally like keep my hands over my eyes and like in my ears like cover them like i didn't want to know like yeah i like it a lot but it's it's not you're like what am i watching what's not, going on it's not what it was before yeah it's what i like about the universe and this is where we're gonna leave it is that it was bought by disney and we're gonna see millions of iterations of it because as long as it's a cow that squeezes milk might as well give it a go and that means that there's a chance that we'll see more good stuff I, I hope we do. That's I, that's the blessing of Disney buying Star Wars and Marvel is that now we can see all the D-level comics that should be A and all the stories that they can take chances on. That's that's my big fingers cross moment there. That's what I, I hope we see out of this next wave or two. It'd be cool. All right. On to less controversial subjects. I'm going to just randomly pick one of the subjects that I've here listed on this note of things to ask you. What do you think is on Alex Jones's phone? Kitty porn? Like small cats? No, I'm kidding. Um, I, I, had a, I, I had a joke for that, and I wrote even a, a lead into it, and I forgot the rest of it. Yeah, Alex Jones is a fucking weirdo. Like, even you know what? somebody just... who votes the way I do, that guy is, like, outside the bounds of, like, normal conversation and or acceptability. And I think regular human beings should hear you say that to understand that not all Republicans are like that. A small, nope. small, small majority. Yeah, that is some fringe fucking weirdo, yep. dude. Like, you know, fuck that guy. The uh however the the water definitely makes the frogs turn gay. I would love to know what <laughs> I'm frog just kidding. I'm, <laughs> kidding. I'm totally kidding. That's the one thing that he got straight on. I don't know how he got it. 
but he that was it the out of everything <laughs> i just i have crab legs and they taste a little softer than normal crab people crab people <laughs> But I uh, wrote that. <laughs> I wrote that as to a friend too. I was just like, "Hey, here are some topics that we should talk about on a podcast episode coming up." And I wrote, "Alex, what's on Alex Jones' phone?" And they wrote back, "No, maybe we should talk." And I was just like, "Oh shit, that's a joke! Come on, somebody, right. no, like, oh, guys, boy. like a." <laughs> fringe conspiracist weirdo like yeah i gotta say like the one thing i can give alex jones credit for is a good guy uh, as soon as you said <laughs> the, one thing, the one thing i can <laughs> fbi agents yeah, exactly right the precognition fbi agents are about to knock down your door based on what They're you're already here. saying <laughs> i see him in the background no i'm kidding yeah which is crazy <laughs> <laughs> so the one thing i can give him credit for is that like uh, thing he did with the like uh the like moloch like burning effigy and shit oh what when he went when he like broke into uh, bohemian downer grove. bohemian's grove yeah bohemian grove. Bohemian okay grove. so that wasn't bullshit like no 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 of course that's a thing i and think of course- the guy's just lost his mind since there's a book written by john ronson where it's um (laughs) the the title is a little inflammatory but it's like the sociopaths test Mm -hmm. and he basically spends a couple months with him learning about how alex jones alex jones and was with him during the bohemian grove raid really the book is is riveting. <laughs> John Ronson is, is an incredible writer. I'll send, send, me, it to send you. me a link. Yeah, yeah definitely. 100%. Uh, highly recommended. It. It's very, very interesting. And I was just like, you know, when you can take a moment in time or like a thing and then zoom out 50,000 feet and you're oh, just yeah. like, oh, yeah, of course. So, of course, like a predator drone, <laughs> just like that. Totally. It makes sense that people who are in this tiny minority of like multimillionaires and billionaires would create a club for themselves where they get to hang out and talk free and unabashedly with other people like themselves and have it be highly catered and ceremonial because it's a lot of work. And I get it. They don't let it's anybody fu- in to the Harvard super rich room. person burning man. hundred percent. So on one side, I'm just like, I get why an individual like Alex Jones would freak out at something like that. But on the other hand, like the dude definitely was never in a fraternity. Like that, like the, dude, that's the just how humans human. crazy person. Yeah. But yeah. For well, that's, some that's not for got... All I'm saying is a broken clock is right twice a day. Yeah. When you say enough and, gibberish, and, and, something might and, accidentally hit. Well, as far as the Bohemian Grove thing went. No, yeah, that's a weird thing that I think it's a broken clock that somehow got it right and he rode off that the rest mm-hmm. of the time you know that's what i'm saying point. yeah like it now we need to break I into the Bildenberg group build Bilderberger. Bilderberger. yeah i knew there's yeah. a couple more but like there. i know i know <laughs> what you're talking about but like i do think that like that wasn't bullshit 
No, I just no, think no, no, Alex no. Jones is turn into the guy who thinks water turns the frogs gay. I <laughs> have been to enough. I worked at a company that many, many, many established writers and journalists compared to a cult from their own perspective. And I worked there for a long time. So if somebody, and knowing this from firsthand experience of having a partner who had never been to an event and then bringing them to one of our insane work parties where they're oh, just yeah. like, what the hell is that? Like, I get how from Was the outsiders. This the place I think it is yeah. an LV. Oh, yeah. Okay. I absolutely broke my couple of my friends' minds at a party that I was like, oh, this is this is neat. You should have seen the last one. And they're like, this is what the fuck is happening. Like, so I understand it from this weird perspective. But I'm just like, oh boy, everything that came after that. He that would never happen for. in my industry. <laughs> oh boy. Do we need to talk? Because I have some script ideas for you. Your industry is scary. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> and Dean's French onion dip. You can't hold up ransom notes when I have an easy safe word for us. Okay, I'm kidding. You didn't you didn't call it. That's just me saying that. Um, all right, crossing off the list, spinning the wheel of random things I wanted to bring up to you because we haven't talked about in person. Yes. NFTs. My crypto ain't doing so great. Okay. I love <laughs> you know when you say like Barack okay. you know like when you say like Barack Hussein Obama or if you say NFTs like specific words that trigger whole experiences and feelings for somebody uh, that's why I just throw that into the pond like a skipping stone to see the reaction how much of that did you catch because that is 100% an interruption very little <laughs> okay uh for those at home uh for whatever reason it looked like the laptop slammed shut <laughs> and all of a sudden it, i was talking it, to a black screen for a second turns out we got ghosts we got ghosts oh jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah <laughs> i hope you guys can't hear these for those noises. who can't see gosh is consumed oh. more it, whiskey than Whiskey? No, no, this is tequila there, Bubby. This is Casa Amigos tequila from some reposado from Jalistico, Mexico. I think I've already read I wish I had consumed that. Can I I tell you this? uh, I don't know how I got this bottle. It's made its way into my home, but it's signed by George Clooney. But, like, he signs all the bottles, so mine's not special. Brendan, Brendan, I saw Danny DeVito yesterday at a bookstore no I'm not and I had a friend with me to 100% verify let me set up this moment because I embarrassed the shit out of myself in a little bit of a way I (laughs) we are at this bookstore right off of sunset he's at the checkout and I clock him as I'm walking towards the checkout and immediately duck down an aisle to like wave at my friend. Danny and he's like, this friend has grown up in LA in West Hollywood and was like, yes, there are other humans that live here too. Some are famous. <laughs> like he's just very like, whatever. 
I grab whatever I had next to me. I don't even remember because I ended up not getting it. And I hop in line right behind him. And I was just like, hey, I love your work. And he, I don't need to, I don't need to say, hey, Mr. DeVito. Like, he knows who he is. So I was like, hey, love your work. And he's like, thanks. Thanks. I was like, you uh, getting something for a future project? And he goes, oh, sneaky. And like, turns his bag away. So I couldn't see what he was buying. And I was just like, all right, see you later. And he like, walked out. And <laughs> as I watched him walk out, there's this huge mirror that like, was reflecting the aisle that I had gone down. So if he had at all looked up, he would have just seen me going <laughs> in this giant mirror, like a butt. And I was just like, oh, fuck. Yep. <laughs> like, so I am so proud of myself for not asking for a photo. But fuck, I didn't get a I, photo with Danny DeVito. <laughs> I know, right? Short little bastard. <laughs> <laughs> He's never gonna hear this. <laughs> I hope he hears this. <laughs> oh wait, what did he do to you? Nothing. He's fucking amazing. That doesn't make him less of a short little bastard. Valid. Valid. He he was yeah. He he was genuinely hey, another person. He's so nice. Right? I I know a lot of short dudes, and I gotta tell you, like, like the I know nicest people, people. You know my family, like. I'm the tallest. Yeah. You're you're right, by, by like a side. foot. <laughs> yeah. And so um even on my mom's side, and then I'm used to hanging out with like other you're guys. Like a, you're like a stretched like, hobbit. Yeah. Oh, you should see the <laughs> hair on my feet, dude. Oh boy. <laughs> I got so so much of it. <laughs> As I was saying, as your computer closed on itself, I like to just throw out the word NFT like a skipping stone and a rock to see what happens. <laughs> like sometimes you go in a room, and you're like, "So NFTs," and everyone's just what like, about Ooh. a rock? You know, <laughs> that was the one I used to use. That's not... <laughs> uh, so so gonna, how about the missile stones into them? a rock? All right. Oh boy, Who, who's in for <laughs> Afghanistan 2.0? I think at this point, are we at like 4.0, 5.0? We'll leave it at that. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> it's not good, no matter what you think. So uh, I think NFTs are fun, silly things that people are making a huge deal about because they don't understand how they're just going to be like as normal as a receipt in the future. So it's just the very silly things to make people react to about them wildly. But uh, I bought an NFT. I bought an NFT from DC Comics. And the only reason I got it and I shelled out, I'm, I'm going to say these words and, and please respond accordingly. I, spent, I paid $300 for an NFT. Which one? So this is why. And this is the only reason why. I spent $300 on an NFT because what it came with was a bat cowl custom for you that other people aren't going to get it they made so the nft that they printed that you know i had purchased was it was a batman cowl so like the ears the eyes the jaw of a you know but what they did was they made like 30 different cowls they made 30 different ears 30 different eye sets and you got a custom one of all this put together so I'll I'll send it to you so you can look at. That's not the reason why I bought it. It was cool that it was random. And then I got one that's well, you know, a, a one of one. Dog. Yeah, 
Well, that is how that works. That's my new Twitter profile picture. Feel free. It's that fucking cool. (laughs) Uh, It's real, real cool. I actually put my face in it, too. Here, I'll I'll send you those, too. So um, they turn it into a Snapchat filter that you can wear, which is just dumb. But I thought it was why I actually wanted this thing is because what it did was it puts you in this Discord and on a mailing list that allows you to vote on aspects of the newest Batman comic. So the they sold 10,000 of these, and those 10,000 people get to vote on what the Batman cowl looks like, what the, the Batmobile looks like, who the uh, villain is going to be. Here, I'll just send you this one. Send you the one of me in my actual cowl. But... Um, I got it purely because I wanted to vote on a DC comic that I could later buy. So like we got to vote on what the Batman's like suit would look like. They sent us five designs and all people, everyone voted on it. So like, that's why I bought it for that experience. And I think that's a neat, if you have a cool way to do an NFT like that, you can make Buko bucks easy. Yeah. It seems like that's, Solid possibility. 10,000 people, $300 each. And then you're putting out one comic that you're going to put out anyways that these people got to vote on. You have the designs for anyways. Like, DC was just like, let's disassemble a book, let people vote on it, and then put it together so we can make a a, a cool, you know, what's what's 300 times 10,000? Oh, 3 million. I had to do match real fast. That was hard. That seems that seems pretty solid. Yeah, right. Projects like that are cool to me. Like my Ryan, our, our mutual friend Ryan, is uh, bought an NFT that, like, if you buy so many from this artist, you get an actual print, like a one of one print. And this guy is going to be huge in ten years. Like he's on a huge upward trajectory. So if you look at an artist who's smart, really popular in big galleries, and you can get something quick and easy from him now, you could sell that 20 years for however much you want at that point. You know what I mean? Like art does only appreciate. That's why that's the only thing I collect. I, I put a very small amount of art in my background so people don't know everything else I have because my place is my gallery. But uh yeah, I have a lot of art that if for one day I need money. <laughs> well, my voice is my gallery too. My voice, my instrument, and I'm painting with words into the. Listen here, all <laughs> you guys and gals. Give me a this good. one hundred one point five. The riff. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to describe to somebody what Specs Howard was. Uh, it's yeah, not from Michigan. A, yeah, I know, it's, it's a very Michigan thing. Specs Howards is a school specifically for radio announcers <laughs> and on-air broadcast media. So I grew up wanting to go there for a long while. And then I was thinking about Full Sail, and then I ended up at Western. But I was just like, I forever practiced my uh, radio announcer DJ voice. Can you give me like a Sunday, Sunday, Sunday monster truck read? Yes, I can. <laughs> Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> or should I go low? No, 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 no. no. My, Sunday, my, my, Sunday, Sunday. My, my only, my only note. Uh, <laughs> use uh, the voice, not the, not the volume. Uh, 
<laughs> Yelling Sunday, doesn't make Sunday, it better. Sunday, 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 Sunday. This Sunday. Mother's Day down at the arena. <laughs> this Mother's Day down at the Reno, Nevada. Sunday, <laughs> Sunday, Sunday. Come on down to Max and Irma's Sunday, Sunday, Sunday bar. Only open on Sunday from five to six. You shouldn't be praying. You should be here groveling. <laughs> Max and Irma's off at two seventy-five. Three exits to your left. <laughs> you ever want to cook your own food in front of yourself? Come on down to Black Rock. Oh God! <laughs> I'm trying to make you say the. I'm trying to make you say the uh, safe word now. You will bring out a slab and some raw meat. And honestly, you just do it yourself. Listen, I'll make you say the word before me. Placenta. I don't. Hold on. Hold on. Processing. Processing. This is like a control F for placenta through all of our thousand and millions of stories. What is he going to bring up? Uh, I don't know. I, I wouldn't Dean's French onion dip that. You can tell that story. There's no story yet. Oh, <laughs> you were just saying the word placenta to try to get me to tap out. Do you no, not totally. know me well, sir? <laughs> um, I'm getting. Let's not play that game because that's vagina. That. <laughs> You said that so close to Peter Griffin that I was like, he has a soundboard up. <laughs> and it's like, no, I have to mute him. However, he got sound ah, access. Shit. Uh, you have a good voice, though. Do, do, do people tell you that a lot? People tell me that I give great hugs and that I have a great voice a, a lot. They tell me these things to me. And I'm just like, how do I respond to that? Yeah. <laughs> this, this is my people voice. Tell me, people tell me I've got a, a voice for radio a lot. Yeah, me, I have the looks for radio too. Hey, oh, <laughs> Randy Dangerfield. That is an old joke. So ancient. I might break its own hip. Anywho, Randy <laughs> Dangerfield is a shit. Don't be fucking with. Him. No, he's incredible. My my fiance's uncle yeah. was his agent. Yeah, Lizzie's uncle was Randy Dangerfield's agent. Wild, um, we were at Passover and he was down. Can I meet him? Yeah, absolutely. You come out to, yeah, we'll, we'll go hang out in Palm Springs area. Nicest guy. They they actually are working Rodney? on a podcast. No, <laughs> Rodney Dangerfield has passed. <laughs> uh, but as you can, what you, what wait, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. You haven't been off the internet that long, have you? Rodney Dangerfield is dead. Uh oh. Did I prematurely? Yeah, dude, 2004. Oh. I got something to tell you about Michael Jackson, too. Motherfucker. <laughs> you better not. I hope you don't like Whitney Houston. You're breaking my heart, dude. You know, Yago? Our friend Gilly. Please tell me Bernie Mac is still here. <laughs> oh, boy. I'm going to have Gilbert Godfrey break some news to you real quick. God damn it. 
if I didn't know you so well, I, I genuinely would believe that you uh, haven't seen the internet since 2004. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Mm-hmm. But Gilbert is the one out of all the people you mentioned that I'm like, God damn it. Like, I, I loved a voicemail by him. <laughs> I got to work with him. And this isn't me name dropping. This is me getting super excited that my life lined up that I got to work with him once uh, for the trailer for Happy Salmon. Did I ever send this to you? Mm, No. So when I worked at Exploding Kittens, uh, whenever we would put a game out, we would release a trailer for basically like a quick how to play along with instructions for the game. So uh, let me pull cue this up real quick. Uh, what I started doing was working with WME and their voiceover department to be like, hey, can I work with some of these people? We got the chance to work with Russell Brand, who did the voice for Exploding Minions. And I got to work with Gilbert Godfrey for Happy Salmon. Uh, I got to work, my, one of my absolute favorites, who's the coolest guy, I got to work with Lucky Yates, who is the voice of Krieger from archer did you ever get a chance to watch that oh my god everything he said it was just like oh it's Krieger. (laughs) i was like it was really hard to hold my shit so anyways here's here's i'll just you can listen to it but this is i uh, i pitched and got the budget approved to use this man's voice for our trailer exploding kittens comes a 90 second game that you're guaranteed to play for hours happy salmon each player gets a stack of cards. Each card has a simple action on it that requires a partner to complete, such as high five, a fish bump, or you get it, the happy salmon. Stick out your forearm and lightly slap another player's forearm. Like a happy salmon. Players frantically <laughs> shout their actions, looking for matching players. Uh, I reached Once out to his agent. The players perform the action and then discard their cards. The first player to finish all their cards wins. That's it. Guaranteed to garner giggles from any group. It's a frenzied, fun, free-for-all game. Perfect for kids and adults. Get Happy Salmon now on ExplodingKittens.com. That was my favorite thing that he said was dot com. Just 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 real quick. Get happy salmon now on explodingkittens.com. So good. I wanted so bad to like have him be my voicemail. Oh man, no joke. That uh yes, I would have paid a lot of money for that. (laughs) He he was a very, very nice guy. Super like I sent him the script. He read it the night before. We sat, we read it, hung out for 45 minutes, and then that was it. But yeah, that was uh yeah. Wild, wild stuff, crazy wild stuff. Ooh. Ooh. You know, you can use your you can totally tell me if you're about to come up with an interruption. So I have time to vamp and think of something to talk about while you go. Take care of the dog. Oh, that is totally what you're about to, <laughs> about to go for intermission. But it up, up, up. All right. Quick little baby in her. Oh, wait. Are you going to play music while you're gone? Breathing in chemicals. 
I'm muting you in one minute. What? I'm muting you in one minute. For what? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, please, please. Let's go back to this beautiful hold music. I do have to. I'll be right back. Yep. That's about as long as I can stand because I'm positive that he did not know how loud that was in your speakers. So on um, Brendan's behalf, I apologize. And Chris, if you can hear me, your beard is looking wonderful, great, and I hope you are having a splendid Thursday. The non-reaction means you can't hear me. So I'm just going to wave at you. Let's see if you wave back. Are you waving? Nope. You can't see me. Goodbye. Bye, Chris. I miss you. I, when I decided to reboot, I, I don't even say reboot because it's the same exact show, just season two. When I decided to bring the show back for season two, is a better way to say it. I wanted to book who I thought would be the toughest person to nail down, uh, not only timing wise, but literally sitting still in a chair wise. I've known this man for 30 plus years and I knew the ask of an hour and a half conversation was going to be difficult. And I figured what better way to break my way back into the show? What better way to resharpen the once shiny werewolfian teeth of noodling with Josh with somebody who genuinely can't sit still. I love this dude so much as one of my oldest brothers, but I wonder if I can like powder up Adderall and just, or is it Ritalin now? What's the, what's the correct one? Someone tweet me at Josh Weaver, uh, because I'm not starting another Twitter for another brand. That was too many things, too many times for too long. Tweet me directly because I am the noodling of this Josh. I am the Josh of this noodling at Josh Weaver on Twitter or eat more tiny trees on Instagram. Harangue me, harass me, belittle me on either. I guess I shouldn't ask for that. But hey, as Albert Camus once said, you'll never be able to experience everything. So please do poetic justice to your soul and simply experience yourself whatever that means in this exact moment in time i um have a lot of incredible guests coming to season two it's been it's been <laughs> more than one week since i did this show bring it back it's gonna have a flow friends like margo and joanna caitlin julian corson and steven Oh boy, I could one week that whole song with all the names of my guests and why they're popular, fun, cool things. I uh, Coming up, hopefully in season two, I'm going to have individuals who work for tabletop companies, who make their money with OnlyFans, who 
artists. Uh, I have a politician who's going to be coming by the show. Um, but the one thing that I do have control over, mostly, <laughs> when it comes to Nailing with Josh, is the booking. And while I let the conversation start from hitting record to an hour, two hours later, and uploading to the internet for all time, I don't always have to only interview my friends and people that I'm acquainted with hardcore. So if you have somebody who needs to be interviewed, if you know somebody who wants the publicity of a podcast episode that they can promote on their channel to make themselves more popular, I promise the one thing that I can lend to them is a fair, honest, and sometimes funny interview. I would love to help you, your friend out, creating a piece of content that they can share and link to saying, I was on Spotify, listen to me fucking shine. And that's my own interruption of my own train of thought. <laughs> oh, that went down the wrong way. I might have to think this choice to just grab what's near at the bar cart. That's not going to be good for a whole season's worth. Whew. All right. Other things I do want to talk about, too, are... I need musicians. I need musicians. I need musical help. Because I have ideas that need music, and I, and I absolutely can pay, especially rates, to create content and music that I can use in the show. But uh, I don't want to keep going back to the same couple people. Tommy, if you're listening to this, as soon as I can, I'll be bugging you soon for a hopefully season two uh, theme song update that is now this time speaking about my transfer from Vegas back to Michigan and then to Chicago for a little bit and then all the way out to California. But until then, bringing back to the show Asking him to unmute himself now that he's gotten a drink and taken care of a pup. My guest. Nope, not not whatever audio. Oh, wait, hold on. Maybe it is this one. Give give me a little tap. Give me a little tip tap. Can you move the cord off of it? Oh, nope, that's way too much. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> You got it, brother. Running Scaly is back on the show. So yeah, no, I, I, I don't end it, and I don't pause. So I just had my own diatribe for a moment while you were gone. You'll have to listen to it to know what I said, though. I can only assume it is the most amazing stuff. Why? Thank you. Why? Thank you. I had some good quotes. I had some good thoughts. I had a request for feedback. Lots happened in the last five minutes. The temporal resonance is just out of this world. You know what else happened in the last five minutes? That tree behind you was about shoulder height moments ago. What? Yeah, look at this. It. This tree right here? Oh, yeah. This, the, the, this tree right here? Oh, God. It is, um, yeah, look at it. <laughs> it's like four feet taller. Uh I, moments, moments apart. I can't stress enough that nobody can see what you're talking about. 
there's a tree behind our lovely host. The one with the beard. The guy with the yellow glasses. He is... The tree? Oh, the, the host. Oh, thank you. Yeah, he is just a beautiful human being. And then <laughs> with his beard and his yellow glasses, looking like aviators, it's uh, it's <laughs> almost like Joe Biden had... Oh, boy. Yeah, Joe Biden had... Uh, you know, liver. He had the dark. He had the liver. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Are you comparing just... my Joe Walsh slash 70s Crosby, Stills, and Nash slash? No, I'm kidding. To Joe Biden's wrinkled liver spots? Oh, have you seen Crosby? Currently? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's. I'd rather be compared to Biden than Crosby at the moment. Yeah, I, yeah you probably. I, I live in his backyard, too. What? So it's one of those, like, I see you. <laughs> Thank you for being a reminder that humans age. <laughs> Not kidding. That's, that's very rude. Um, yeah, I, I have a lot of... For much longer. Yeah. Wait, for don't or we do? Don't. What did he do to you? <laughs> You heard um, it here. <laughs> you heard it here first. Um, no, but for real, like no, uh, yeah. I feel like when I was younger, I'm like, hey, like we got born on the right place. Like a lot of the shit we're gonna have to like deal with, and mm. uh, we found a lot of ways to deal with a lot of like diseases and shit. Yeah. yeah. And, but we're still not at the point where it's like, yeah, if I'm real, real, real lucky, like 120. Yeah. And you what know? does this have to do with Crosby, Stills, and Nash? Oh. Go ahead and look up Crosby and then <laughs> you tell me. Oh, he's used his wealth and, and money to get to 120? He's, is what you're saying? No, He's the one with the like hat on his head. Yeah, guy's old as fuck. Mm -hmm. He's like, yeah, he's like John Cleese with a guitar, basically. <laughs> um, do you? I know you were listing off all the socials that you don't use anymore. Do you miss Reddit at all? A little bit, just because like it's um, it's good to ask a lot of questions too. Yeah. Yeah. that you don't have answers for and there's some subreddits where you can be like hey yes our tomatoes like is there something wrong like am i not watering them enough yeah my my recent discovery uh back when the whole pixel day happened was fuck cars mm -hmm. and just learning more about how we need to make our cities more like pedestrian friendly. Like I'm all for that. I lived in Chicago and I was a huge pedestrian. I took I'm a public transit. There's nothing close to that in LA or Vegas that I could have used to get from one place to the other. So and it's I just totally, like, well, maybe cars are the issue, <laughs> but anyways, I don't, I don't think cars are the issue. I totally agree with you. There are ways that we can do mass transit better. I yeah, that's where I 1000% uh, agree. 
Um, on Reddit, if you're if you're on it for those listening, uh, it's just r slash fuck cars, and obviously that's one oh, yeah. stream where they're just like, you know, cars suck, bikes forever, like. But it's more that there's also a lot of other good stuff in there that's like makes you rethink your own vehicle, and it's space on the road. But yeah, check it out if that at all interests you in the slightest. <laughs> Anyone listening? But. What what's another subreddit that you miss or you like find yourself being like oh shit now where do I go? I don't know. Instant regret was kind of funny. Instant regret <laughs> was oh man. But I mean, in general, I don't totally miss it. Like it's more the like information I didn't know. Yeah. Like, yep. I'm just a consumer of information. Yeah. Like detailed and we're in the way i prefer we're shifting to books next but um yeah i'm very much with you very very much and it's uh my favorite site before reddit was stumble upon do you remember that site like in maybe like the early thousands early 2010 i do you know my favorite site was newgrounds yeah 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 um or dig um oh, all, you're going way back i don't about know about i'll stop it <laughs> uh all of them i uh later in life found out that i have really direct connections to ask jeeves and dig but uh we can talk about that off stream <laughs> because those are other stories to tell um and instagram funny enough but that's a whole other story that i've set a lot up for <laughs> but uh the best part of stumble upon was what i kind of use reddit for is exactly what you said like miscellaneous knowledge that i didn't know i needed to know or should have known so the best part of it was like it gave you like a hundred different genres of it could be everything from like you know car maintenance to you know sexuality and like the various you know genders and I mean, everything you click everything you're interested in and then we just hit stumble and it would randomly populate a website and that was i that's how i like would learn <laughs> like if i couldn't get to the library i'd be like damn what am i reading today all right whatever this page is let's go and I'd read it, and then if I had questions, like it was like, what the fuck's a Dianetic? I just googled the Dianetics, and then we'd go to that. But if you randomly stumbled on my websites, you might think a little different. <laughs> oh boy, what's your TikTok like then? Non-existent. Yeah, what are you talking about? TikTok. 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 Yeah. It sounds about right. <laughs> no, I don't have shit, dude. But I'm telling you, like, I it used, to, it used to be fun. It used to be fun. All all of this used to be fun. I used to hack phones. I used to do all sorts of fun shit. And yeah. And it just got so complicated. And now it's like, hey, let's hang out. Yeah, let's do things in real life. Let's be individuals that are in the same proximity with each other. Yeah, no, I very, very much agree with that. I uh, One of the... You had brought up a thought that I wanted to pull from, and I, and I straight up just lost it. Uh, experiences, oh, man. 
This is the bad part about the editing. You all this dead air of me trying to think of shit. Oh, we're not gonna edit, Josh. <laughs> no, we're not. We're going to we're gonna push forward. succeed, and we're gonna push forward, and we're gonna have everything because you're the best. Around. I'm gonna take you now. You're the best. Around. All right. Hey, what I a, have? What's what's a good song to play? Please but, don't, please don't give me that beatbox through your phone into your speaker to the zoom. No, it sounds so bad. It sounds so shitty. I'm not please, trying to satisfy you. You're ruining you're ruining your own podcast episode by screeching into people's ears. You're just violently harassing people with your loud crappy all right. What do you want to listen to and I can play it nicely and at a moderate volume in which we can continue speaking over. Nine nine red balloons. Mm. Mm, yeah. Yep. Yep. I feel it. I always do. It's it's one of those. Do you, do you like the original Nina or do you like the Goldfinger? I bag balloons with them and got enough for you at the break of dawn. One by one, they were gone. <laughs> My favorite part is that you're hearing the sounds like five seconds or a couple seconds after I'm hearing it. So it's like the perfect echo to what just sang. Ah, <laughs> uh, maybe we are going to use a video of this. There's been some moments. Maybe they, <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> Please don't knock your phone down again. Oh, 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 you got it. Uh, I actually paused it exactly at 30 seconds just out of habit because when i'm streaming on twitch i can't play copywritten music without it kicking you so i can listen to under 30 seconds of it but on the podcast who the fuck cares no one's listening to this <laughs> no one uh is this your favorite song oh what's what's your very favorite song the one that like you'll play your funeral that you've heard a billion times <laughs> Nobody can see this. <laughs> what do you think's your favorite? Mm. Probably this one. <laughs> no, you know what? You know what? My actual favorite is All Star. Yeah, this. Damn it. <laughs> Somebody slam. You're <laughs> slamming shit. All right, go get yourself another drink, my friend. That is uh, interruption number 30. Totally. You better play that, though. Yeah, I will. As soon as we drink. Oh, you're going. He has to physically go get another drink. Okay, hold on. Bam, 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 bam. That's not why that's called that, right? Bam. Let's see. The word vamping. I mean, I know it's like vaudevillian. It's a vampire? No. To attach a new upper to, repeat a short, simple passage of music. 
The band was vamping gently behind his busy lead guitar. Oh, I genuinely, I was looking up the urban dictionary, well, the actual dictionary, the Oxford dictionary for the word vamp. So I was like, I always say that, like, you know, I'm, I'm vamping. And the first definition is to attach a new upper to a boot or a shoe. Or to repeat a short, simple passage of music. Did you get your drink? I got both of us drinks. Cheers, Mother Trucker. This guy took a hard alt-right in his career. Cheers, buddy. Cheers to you. Mm. Back at you, buddy. uh, I know if you haven't had the socials, you might not catch this, but for... A couple months now, the lead singer of Smash Mouth has been attending like smaller fairs, like county fairs, and going on very alt-right tirades and like fighting audience members. So it's been a weird all-star turn. <coughs> that was a pretty big shot. Well, Thank you for that. I mean, no, 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 no. I'm not spoiling the song at all. The song's great. The song's fine. I can separate the artists from, you know, what they do, but like, it's the weirdest, like, uh, what? Yeah. Of all <laughs> people, especially after the, uh, mystery man, uh, rat race. <laughs> Great. Are you referring to the movie? <sighs> yeah. With... Rat race. Yeah. Oh my God. It, dude, that movie still to this day kills me. Okay, all right. I'm, I'm, I'm about to blow your fucking mind remixing two of your favorite things together. Are you ready? Uh, let me... Actually, that technically is another interruption. My Discord going off. Are you ready for another shot or should we skip? <laughs> Can we put a pause on this? <laughs> yes. Executive decision... The, that that's our mulligan and I'm about to blow your mind with this song you ready yeah this is smash mouth and owl city Doing an Owl City remix to All-Star. I, by the way, still love Owl City. The music, at least. The guys appearing to creep. Hit the ground running. What do you think? Yay, nay. I, I am so excited that everything that i okay you're thinking it there we go he's muted uh i'm so excited for you to one day later listen to this episode and hear everything that i talked about while you were gone and how it absolutely ties back to this moment in which now we are traveling through your home quietly and in the dark oh 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 are we looking for puppy? We're about to. Or is the puppy? Where's the puppy outside, Chris? <laughs> about to be. And no, Chris is 
certainly not. In action. So again, for those who aren't witnessing this, this what's going? On, we're taking it. Oh, ah! Now we're underneath the table, looking at the most beautiful, cute little pup. All right, let's go, little girl. Come on. Hurting cats while he's hurting dogs. That's my favorite part. Um. Yes. <laughs> I'm supposed to ask you. Yes. What else do we have to ask? You. You had something that you were going to tell me later that I wrote down. I wrote something about taking banana classes in Italy. That doesn't sound right. You, but but you you started the saying. Oh, have me ask you this later. Not exactly sure what it was. You even wrote it down on a piece of paper, but we're nowhere near the table now, so we'll never know. No, we won't. Is <laughs> you cutting the ripcord on your interview? You're done. You're tired. I found everything extremely entertaining, Josh. I thank you for that. I appreciate you being the first guest of season two, noodling with Josh. And uh, I think what? I could have noodled better. Yeah. Oh, always. There's always uh, more time to noodle. There's always future time to noodle. And let's just end it with some Richard cheese drizzled over our noodle. Hey, Brendan, guess what? You're not a... You're not a... You're not... That part didn't work. But anyways... You sent me this song. I love this song. I'm taking you out on the whistle solo. Beautiful interview. That's fine. I, I love you. I love you, bud. You're wonderful. You're wild. We'll have another episode. Maybe. In the future. <laughs> Maybe. Thank you so much for tuning in to episode one of season two, Noodling with Josh. I absolutely love making these. They are a fun, uh, just part of me that I get to put out into the void. And one day when the inevitable asteroids pelt our planet to dust and the entire contents of SoundCloud that's entered into the Library of Congress is floating out into the void, uh, hopefully some aliens will pick this up and use the in interviews and conversations and inane ramblings as part of the uh, look back into what made the human <laughs> beings what they were. A little, little lofty goals there, I realized towards the end. But, you know, if they need to rebuild society, you can use these interviews and shenanigans as a template to a better form. And if you think that you should be included in this golden disc sent to the heavens, uh, reach out to me directly and let's schedule time for an interview. I absolutely love it. The uh, I realized that I don't think I ever talked about what the third rule of the show was. 
And the third rule, Newton with Josh, is that if you're a guest, you have to share this because this is a talk about you, who you are, what makes up you. Sometimes it uses from the perspective of myself because uh, it's easy for me then to explain to others what you mean. But I love interviewing other people about themselves and what makes them them. So at the end of the episode, when this is finished and all done, the host requires of the guest to share this on their socials, at least one, but preferably every single. Because your friends need to know how cool you are. And if I can hastily put together four blocks of audio that just shows people how cool you are, you should share it with them. And that's it. That's the note. Shoot me a note. Shoot me an email. Josh at eatmoretinytrees.com if you want to be on the show. Find me on social. Twitter at Josh Weaver. Instagram at eatmoretinytrees. Why it's called that is a subject for another episode that I hope you tune into. But until then, bye-bye.